I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. All right, here we go. For this week's MPTE clinical file, we have Blaine, and Blaine is reviewing a patient's electronic health record and notes that the patient has been prescribed baclofen. The therapist should understand that baclofen is primarily used for which of the following purposes. So we have A, relief of skeletal muscle spasms, B, increasing heart rate and blood pressure, C, managing symptoms of Parkinson's disease, and D is lowering blood sugar levels. All right, y'all, let's go up to the top of this question. I'm super excited. You know, this is now getting towards the end of July. We're starting to move into August soon. I've been getting a lot of questions from people about the new NPTE in 2024. I'm telling you right now, there are some significant changes. We're already starting to train our students inside of our coaching program to get prepared for it. You'll start to hear a change in our podcast episodes as well as we get more into the fall time to get people prepared for 2024, all right? But most of it has been really waiting for FSBBT to release their PED exams so people can get a better idea for what really to expect on those exams in 2024, all right? So stay tuned right here. I'll make sure I'm pumping out really great content, helping you to dominate in 2024. All right, let's go up to this question. We have Blaine is reviewing a patient's electronic health record and notes that the patient has been prescribed baclofen. Let's stop there. Pretty straightforward first sentence. We know Blaine is just looking at the medical record pretty much, and the patient is being prescribed baclofen. So already, as I'm going through this first sentence, I'm like, "Mm, I probably need to know what baclofen is, like what that medication is. And medications have always been my nemesis. I spent days, weeks, months, you know, really trying to get my head around pharmacology. But when it comes here, this is a very tough area. My question for you is, do you know the purpose of baclofen, a major medication easily to show up on the NPTE? All right, if you do, hold on to that. Let's see if you're correct. Now, as we continue down the question, it says, the therapist should understand that baclofen is primarily used for which of the following purposes. So at the end of the day, this question is really having us look at what is the primary use of baclofen. Do you know that? All right, so let's go down to the answer choice again for those of you on the podcast. A is relief of skeletal muscle spasms. B, increasing heart rate and blood pressure. C, managing symptoms of Parkinson's disease. 
and D is lowering blood sugar levels. All right, talk to me. Yell that answer out. We got this. A, it says relief of skeletal muscle spasms. Is that what baclofen does? One of its primary purposes. As I'm thinking about it, all right, let me give you a little background here. Baclofen a lot of times is used for some type of neuropathology. You'll see this a lot of times if somebody has increase in tone, they'll use baclofen. People who have cerebral palsy, you could see this used. Multiple sclerosis, you could see this used. But skeletal muscle spasms, absolutely, because that is also increase in tone. So relief of skeletal muscle spasms, I really like it as the answer. Hold on, doesn't mean it's the best one, but I do like baclofen for relief of skeletal muscle spasms. All right, holding on to that answer. Let's go to B. B says increasing heart rate and blood pressure. How many of y'all selected this one? You know, as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, dang, I know a medication off the top of my head right now that decreases the heart rate. You know, we have our O-Laws or our beta blockers. I got that for decreasing heart rate. But does baclofen increase the heart rate and blood pressure? Is that its primary purpose? Because that's what the question's asking. The answer to that is no. If the medication in the question was epinephrine or atropine, then I would say, all right, those are medications for increasing the heart rate or blood pressure, those types of things. So B, I'm going to get this one out, definitely is not the primary purpose of baclofen. C, let's take a look. It says managing symptoms of Parkinson's disease. A lot of y'all said no to this one. I get you. You know, if I had seen something like Cinemet or Levodopa, then I would be like, yes, that is management of Parkinson's disease. But baclofen, no, that's not its primary purpose is not to manage Parkinson's disease. So I'm going to go ahead and put an X next to that. It's not the best answer. Let's take a look at D, lowering blood sugar levels. All right. We think about that. There's a natural substance in the body that does that, right? Insulin will decrease the amount of blood sugar levels. Okay. There's other medications that would do this as well. Something like metformin would lower blood sugar levels. Is that what baclofen does? Is baclofen's purpose, primary purpose now, to decrease blood sugar levels? The answer to that is absolutely not. All right, and so I'm going to go ahead and put an X next to D. Guess what? That leaves us with our final answer of A, relief of skeletal muscle spasms. All right, the big recap here is, hey, do you know what baclofen does as far as its primary purpose? Now, a lot of people get questions like this wrong because they misinterpret. They look at it and they're finding other things that baclofen can potentially do, something that may may have heard before or read as like a secondary thing that it does. But that's not what the question's asking you. It's asking for the primary purpose of baclofen, which is typically a medication to address muscle tone of some sort, all right? And here, relief of skeletal muscle spasms, it fits the bill for baclofen. Now, things like increasing heart rate, that's not the primary purpose of this. Managing Parkinson's disease, that's not the primary purpose of baclofen, nor is it to lower blood sugar levels, all right? So we've got our final answer here, A, relief of skeletal muscle spasms. Congratulations to those of you who got this one correct. If you didn't, think about that. What held you back from this one right here? I know that when I was in the clinic, especially when we had more of that neurorotation, a lot of the patients were on baclofen. 
I actually remember as I was going through the spinal cord unit and I was practicing, I remember being very close to taking the NPTE. This neuroclinical rotation was tough. I mean, it was just really grueling. You had to learn, be on your P's and Q's. There was not a lot of time to really focus on NPTE. By the time I was leaving and took the subway home, I mean, I was exhausted and ready to just eat, take a shower, go to sleep, right? And so what I've been hearing from a lot of people is that they're on really tough clinicals where they're either taking documentation home or they're exhausted by the time they get home, and they really don't have time to really digest the content in the books. Most of all, they don't have the energy to do it after work. And so if you're in that situation, I want you to know there's tons of people that are there as well, and I've created something to help you study really quickly every single day. Spend less than an hour a day really focusing on this specific stuff that I have laid out in my training And you can already be on your road to passing the MPTE. Yes, just an hour a day. Do you have that? Can you use some of your lunchtime? Can you use a little bit after work? I mean, it's much more manageable. So if you want to learn all about this training that I pushed out to a ton of students on clinicals and they're getting tremendous results, they're saying, now I'm able to retain. Now I'm not so stressed out and overwhelmed with studying. Now I'm actually seeing improvements on my practice exam scores. If that's something that you're looking for, trust me, I got you. It's a training I put together specifically for students like you. How do you get there? www.mpteclinic.com. Trust me on this. The thing is absolutely fire, and I can't wait to hear your results. www.mpteclinic.com. All right? So whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Ghana, wherever you're at right now, okay, I put the link in the show notes. So go in there, and you can get it. Hi, this is Kyle, and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.